Hey everybody, welcome, welcome. This is Tamaya Robles. I am a credit repair specialist, credit repair expert. I am the owner of Fix My Credit Now, 850.com. I'm also the host of this podcast, Coast to Coast Credit, where I talk anything and everything of or pertaining to credit, whether it's directly, indirectly, whether it's personal credit or business credit. We get into all of that here. So every once in a while, I have a story time like I do today. And this one is a little um, interesting. I'm sure you guys are looking at the title and thinking, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These are real stories, by the way. These are facts. I'm not going to lie to y'all. It's not going to help you <laughs> if I lie to y'all. But yeah, it's, it's pretty bananas. But again, the purpose of my stories are to let y'all know it's not just y'all that have been made by bad financial decisions in the past and it's messed up your credit. I am just giving you examples of the horrible decisions that I've made like throughout my life as an adult um, from teens on forward uh, until, you know, I started understanding credit and how to fix it and how to utilize it and all that stuff. But we're going to go right into the story. So gypsies. Yeah, I don't know. If you don't know anything about gypsies, first of all, check it out. Um, look it up. Look at, um, try to educate yourself as best as you can. They do come with stereotypes um, like most cultures do. And they're basically considered the bottom of the barrel in their, uh, what are they, Romanians? I know there's like Roman. There's different types of gypsies. I know they have like Roman gypsies and things like that. I, I don't know all of the different types of gypsies. And then I think back in the day, I want to say about 15 plus years ago, there used to be a reality show on gypsies. And I personally think they were kind of just showing the worst of them. Um, and then they did show, cause I used to watch it. Like I could watch any documentary. It, I could watch anything. It could be about ants. It could be about trees and the wind blowing I could care less but I used to watch this one because it showed like the stereotypical gypsy but at the same time it was showing they sort of showed or at least implied that gypsies weren't always traveling gypsies and out to get your money they actually some had stability they still practiced the gypsy ways but they were living in corporate America and they had money and stuff like that. So it's pretty interesting um, how I knew about gypsies. I knew about them at a very early age. When I was younger, every summer, my parents used to ship me off to uh, an overnight camp. And I think it was Girl Scout camp. It was a girl, I, I remember the song and everything. If y'all ever want me to sing the song, you got to pay me some break because I'm, I'm not going to sing that song. But we, I was a girl, I was a brownie briefly. And then um, I was a Girl Scout. So I've been a Girl Scout for um, most of my teen years. Yeah. So my parents would ship me off to Girl Scout camp. And we would do like a lot of stuff camping wise and things like that. And people, our counselors would come from different parts of the world. And some of our counselors, they might have come from Australia, and most of them, if I'm not mistaken, came from Europe, like different parts of Europe. And I remember throughout the years, I would have some counselors that were just mad cool, and they were telling us about what it was like in their country, 
and the difference between America and their country. But we learned about gypsies in certain situations though. We were very, fairly young. So, uh, but some of them were just mad cool and they taught us about gypsies and they explained to us what gypsies were, um, how they moved, but they also made it abundantly clear that they had no respect for gypsies and that if you encounter a gypsy, just they're, they're going to steal from you, like all the negative things, like they're manipulators, they're going to steal from you, it's going to be ugly. So I was like, well, you know, whatever. It's not like I'm going to your country and I'm going to encounter a gypsy, right? So I, I didn't care, but I knew what gypsies were. I, I read a lot growing up, so I would read about gypsies. So that's what I'm saying. It's pretty interesting. They're in a lot of what fairy tales and the, the little fairy tale stories and stuff like that. So definitely check out Gypsy. But I met a real one in America. And this is what had happened. So I was living in Maryland at the time, married with kids. Uh, at the time, it was great. It was a great time in our lives. I was making a lot of money. Hubby was making a lot of money. We had a nice house. We were renting, unfortunately. But I don't think I was doing credit repair at the time. I don't recall. But everything was cool, chilling, you know, I was feeling the fact that, you know, we had bread and things were flowing, kids were happy, hubby was happy, I was happy, I mean, and I always do like errands, I'm always the one going to the supermarket, grabbing stuff to cook dinner, whatever, like that was just my thing, because I never get out the house. So there's one time I would go up the street, so we lived in this gated community, and you had to drive out of the community and then go up the hill and then at the top of the hill i think no not top of the hill, it was like down the street it was a supermarket a regular supermarket market nothing major but <laughs> there's one particular time you had to drive in so when you're at the top of the hill so as you turn in there was this woman who was openly breastfeeding her toddler but you know i i I didn't have an issue with it, but it was just so odd and out of place because I lived in a really good neighborhood and the woman just didn't fit. And the fact that she was right at the foot of the driveway, breast exposed, feeding an oversized toddler, and both of them look filthy, right? Respectfully, I'm not saying this in a disrespectful way, they looked filthy. And it was just weird. And it was like evening time. So the sun was kind of going down or whatever. And she was just it, was just, it was just sad. It was like a sad moment. And y'all know, um, I'm an East Coast girl. I'm from Philly. It's not like I'm a stranger to homeless people or anything or seeing them. It was just this particular scene was out of place. And that's all. So I did what most people do. I was, I looked at, I was like, eh, that's weird. Right. And she did have a sign and her sign, it was like a whole speech. And I usually don't read homeless people in their long ass speeches. I get it. You want money or something, right. Or food or you're out of something or whatever. Right. But something made me say, let me just ask the people in the supermarket. So I was always at that supermarket to the point where like they knew who I was. So I could just go to like the manager or whoever was running the store at the time and ask about the lady. So they were just real passive about it. They're like, oh, she's just some bum with her kid begging for money. And I'm like, well, how long has she been there? And they're like all day. And they were saying periodically she come in to use the bathroom, but like they didn't call the cops on her or whatever, but they just didn't 
really care that she was there, but it didn't matter. It wasn't stopping business. So I was like, all right. Huh. So I went shopping or whatever. I got dinner and then I drove out. And the same way you came in was the same way you go out. So this time she saw me and she gave me eye contact and I wanted to read her sign. So I stopped driving and I read her sign and she was very polite. She was like, Hey, you know, hi. And I was like, what's, what's going on with you? And so her and I just started talking. So her story, what she said to me was she had a, she had an accent, by the way, she had a thick accent. She said she was from whatever country she was from, but she said she was a gypsy. And from what I can recall, what gypsies look like, she looked like she could have been a gypsy, but anybody can look like a gypsy. But she, um, as she was telling me her story and how she traveled and never really had stability, it just kind of confirmed like mm, she's she's a gypsy, you know what I'm saying? And then she was just telling me so much about her life. Um, one thing about me, if you know me personally. I, I am, I like to say I'm socially awkward, but you can never tell because I am very talkative. I like strangers though. And I like having conversations with people that I don't typically have. I wouldn't typically have a conversation with such as a gypsy. Right. So I, at this point I pulled over and I got out the car and I'm sitting, I'm standing. I didn't sit with her. I'm standing at the same spot in the grass next in the driveway where she was holding this long ass conversation. It was just a, such a good conversation because she was, I think she was Romanian and I, you know, she's this gypsy and she's had this fucked up situation, but whatever the case was, she needed food and she needed things for her baby. And she was trying to do all this stuff. And, I looked at it like, well, let me help you. Like, I feel like how often is it that you find a gypsy, <laughs> right? That's like finding a four-leaf clover. That's like finding a leprechaun. Like, I'm like, this is my leprechaun. I found a gypsy and shit. So that means I got to take care of this gypsy. This is crazy, right? So I was like, bet, what do you need? Because she wasn't like saying, I need money and this, that, and the other. She was saying practical stuff that any struggling mother would say they needed. Pampers for the baby, uh, food, um, maybe formula, whatever the case may be, even though she was breastfeeding. So I was like, all right, well, give me a second. Let me go home, drop this food off for my family, and then I got you. So she was like, okay, no problem. So I went home, did that, and I didn't even tell hubby. Everybody was just chilling at the house. I didn't want to disturb them. So I was like, hey, food's here. Boom. I'll be right back. Cool. No problem. I'll come back. Sis is still there. Boom. So this time the baby's in a stroller knocked out. I said, come on, let me go take you shopping. I got you. Get whatever you want. <laughs> Get whatever you want. It's on me. Balling, right? So she was like, oh, are you sure? I was like, yeah, no problem, right? So we go in, um, there's me and this gypsy and her gypsy baby going into the supermarket and this well-lit, bright-ass supermarket where people see me every day or all the time, not every day, but like all the time on a regular basis, me and this gypsy, I just got off the street. Okay. So boom, we go in there. And so she's like getting little stuff here and there, like, you know, some fruit or whatever. And I was like, no, no, like, fuck that. Like, boom 
do you handle it? Like, I got you. Go shopping. I got you. So she was like, are you sure? I was like, I got bread, bitch. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I got this. Mind you, I'm still financially irresponsible. My husband at the time had no clue what the hell I was doing. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't, this didn't get signed off on and I didn't care. I mean, I felt that the good Lord blessed me to bless somebody else. Like, that's how I'm looking at it. You know what I mean? And she's a fucking gypsy. You know what I mean? Like how many times in your life can you say, I knew a gypsy and was helped and I helped a gypsy? Like, what the fuck? I was going to take full advantage of the situation. So I think she took full advantage of me. But it's like, I don't know. So she was like, oh, you sure? She kept saying, was I sure? Was was I sure? I was like, yeah, 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 I'm sure. She was like, okay. So sis got a cart bolted, right? (laughs) She went all through that supermarket. She was dumping steaks in the cart. She was dumping um, formula, fucking... Um, milk, uh, pampers, but listen, not just like a pack of pampers. If you ever had a baby and you ran out of pampers real fast, you might run to the store, get a pack. You know what I mean? Until the next time, next morning or something, you might get a case or whatever. Sis put in her cart two cases of pampers, not the cheap joints, pampers like the name brand pampers and it didn't fit in the cart she had so much so she put it under the cart and you know what a shopping cart looks like so when you have the big heavy items you got to put them under the cart your sis racked up crazy you understand i'm not mad every time she's like you sure i'm like right, you go ahead like fuck it at this point because i found a gypsy <laughs> like a fucking gypsy yo so fine and the people in the store are looking at me like, are you okay? Like, blink twice if you need help. Like, I think I was just so fascinated that she was a fucking gypsy. So we get to the register. And I was like, yo, run that. Run that. You know what I mean? I got her. got this gypsy and her fucking kid. And they were like, yeah, you know, okay, so this is like $450. I was like, word. <laughs> That cool, no, so good. I paid for it, right? Again, I am financially <laughs> like in, immature, wasteful with money, didn't care. I don't know what bills were and were not paid because I was actually the financial, and I say this in quotations, like quotations, I was the financially responsible one in the family. So back then, when hubby got paid, he would give me his paycheck. And then I would give him like some money or whatever, just so he could splurge it. Cause he was extremely irresponsible. I don't know. Me and him are divorced now. I don't know how he was always like crazy irresponsible, worse than me. I can't even meet anybody worse than me, like worse than me. Like side note, I know I'll tell you a story within the story right now, but it was so bad. Like one time we, uh, we're going shopping. I think income tax came and I, we had all this money in our bank account, but we never paid for anything. We never paid rent. We never, you know what I mean? So we were at Walmart one time and you know, they have all the specials during, during a tax season. So my ex-husband was like, Oh wow. I really like the 70 inch TV. He was like, we got it, babe. I'm like, you know, it." <laughs> he was like, bet put it in the joint. He was like, oh, we need this. Put it, what you need? Like, we're balling at Walmart, and we didn't pay any bill. Like, 
that's what I'm talking about. So two financially fucked up people is just not going to be progressive, right? So actually, now that I think about it, this was before I became a credit repair specialist because I needed to fix my credit to get out the house. Yeah. So anywho, so anyway, um, I paid for her, her food and everything else. And then she took it outside and then mind you, she's destitute, right? Mind you, she had the sign and she was breastfeeding her baby and she's looking filthy. The baby's looking filthy or whatever, whatever, right? She has nowhere to go. Her husband was beating her ass and it was just messed up. And she, she needed to just stay somewhere. I think she, I forgot where she was staying at, but it just sounded really sad and pathetic or whatever. Um, so then it dawned on me as we were outside because, you know, naturally when you go shopping, you usually drove there, either someone drove you there, you drove yourself there and then you drive yourself back unless you walk to the store, but you know what I'm saying? So you load the car up and you take your grocery somewhere. And then it dawned on me, she has this big ass cart, $450 worth of, of groceries. Where is she putting this stuff? Like, it, I was, wait a minute. So then I was like, hey, Gypsy, where are you putting this stuff? And she was like, oh, 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 you know, I think I can find somebody that can come pick me up and help me put this, these groceries somewhere. You know, I was like, all right, cool. Um, I'm so slow. I said, but you know, it's kind of chilly out here. Is there anything else you need? And she was like, oh, you know, you did so much. I'm like, no, don't, don't sweat it. I want everything to be cool for you. You know, you're out here in the cold begging or whatever while we wait for your ride. I only live down the street. What do you need? Cause maybe there's some things in my house I can help you with. And she was like, well, if you have any blankets or whatever, any clothes, whatever you can spare is great. I was like, you know what? Say less, say fucking less. I left her with $450 worth of groceries. Mind you, before I left, she whipped out a cell phone. It, I will say it was like a flip phone or a Nokia joint. So I was like, wow, she's homeless with a phone, but it was really like old. Like we were on galaxies and iPhones and she was with a Nokia joint. So they give you those for free if you're really fucked up. So anywho, so I was like, okay, I left her. She called whoever she needed to call. I went home and then that's when the husband realized like I was gone and he was like, Hey, what's going on with you? Whatever. I was like, listen, no time to talk. I need you to give me all the blankets that we don't use anymore. And I went to the kids, they were playing games. And I was like, listen, I just met a gypsy. I just, I gave her groceries or whatever. I need you guys to give me your clothes. Give me your, um, give me your blankets, your comfort, anything you don't use anymore. But they were like, okay, but you know when it's urgent and you're trying to explain something to the family, they don't move faster. I don't know why. You know I mean, I guess like I say, the house is burning down. I don't know. And they were just like, what? Huh? What? Like, so I'm like, you know what? Forget y'all. Just I'm grabbing blankets off of their bed, my bed. I'm just tossing stuff in a bag, like a big old construction bag. I go in our linen closet. I'm scooping blankets and washcloths and towels up and clothes that are folded, just dumping them in there. And I'm rushing out. I mean, the husband is trying to get more of an explanation. I'm like, there's no time. 
I gotta go back to Gypsy. I gotta help the Gypsy. And he's like, Gypsy. I was like, don't worry about it. And then I just went back and lo and behold, somebody got her. And I gotta admit, like, <laughs> it was a it was a busted car, if that means anything. It wasn't like uh, somebody in a BMW pulled up. As you can hear, I'm still in denial that I got played. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? By a gypsy, though. But like, if I'm going to get played, let me get played by a gypsy. You know what I'm saying? But anywho, I digress. So she was loading up her stuff and she's like, oh my God, thank you. Oh my God, you're such a blessing and so many blessings. And then she did her gypsy blessing. And I don't know what that is, but it was exciting because she was a gypsy. That was my leprechaun. That was my four leaf clover people. And then I told her I wished her the best. And, you know, you know, may the force be with you. And that was my encounter with a gypsy. And I went home. I was feeling great. I explained everything to the hubby. And then I explained everything to the kids. And then the kids were like, we don't have any blankets on our bed. I was like, oh, yeah, just go in the linen closet. Hubby, you took everything out of the linen closet. We don't have any blankets. The kids don't have any blankets. There's no blankets in the closet. And it's wintertime and it's cold. So I was like, oh, shit. Right. Right. So I had to go back. <laughs> and go get brand new blankets for everybody yo and again i i still didn't pay any of the bills you know what i mean i took care of somebody else's problem and didn't take care of my own problem but it was a gypsy you know what I'm saying? like you guys understand so again if you know anything about gypsies one thing about stereotypes are it, it comes from some sort of truth right and what they're known for is just amazing storytelling. Um, and the purpose is they're supposed to tell these amazing stories to distract you from them robbing you. And like way, way back in the day, again, just do your little research, pay attention to stories with gypsies in it. Um, they're supposed that you might see a gypsy with uh, a beautiful gypsy woman, uh, olive or dark um, skin, and uh, dark hair, and she's supposed to be very beautiful, and she has this uh, globe uh, where she can see in the future, and she's just supposed to wear a tambourine in her hand, and she's supposed to play music and be lively and be beautiful and dancing, and she has this, like, gypsy skirt on and this pauper dress or whatever, right? But you're supposed to be so wild and amazed and fascinated because while she's doing all of this and telling you an amazing story and singing and dancing, she's robbing you blind. Or you're distracted and somebody else is, like, stealing out of your whatever form of transportation that you have. <laughs> so you're, in, but you're just so mesmerized that you don't, you don't realize it, which kind of contributes to the fact of why they are always traveling. The most recent up-to-date sort of version of gypsy, gypsy life is the Peaky Blinders. That show on Netflix. I love that show. It's amazing. That was about gypsies. And it was about a gypsy, the common story, somebody from the bottom trying to make it to the top and shaking these stereotypes, but still having being about that life low key because that's how you were raised. So it's just a typical type of story. All cultures have it or whatever. But if you want a more current update on it go check out 
the Peaky Blinders. That that show is the shit. It is amazing. But I might have been bamboozled. I don't know. What do y'all think? Like, leave a comment. And the way you know what's funny about y'all, I I have a podcast, right? And I sit here and I talk into the mic and I'm telling you stories or I'm doing something educational. And instead of y'all leaving comments, what y'all do is you set up consultations and talk to me on the phone about what I said on the podcast. You know what I mean? Whatever the case may be. But I'm trying to encourage you to put it on on the net. Like, yo, what are your thoughts? Do you think I got got? Because I'm still in denial. Like, I really feel like I was helping this gypsy. It's a gypsy. It's a fucking leprechaun of the world in Maryland. The supermarket. Right. <laughs> but anyway, hopefully you guys were able to get a little chuckle out of that. Again, don't worry if you've made dumb decisions, super bad issues, and there is always hope. It can be fixed. It's okay. Just try to learn from these stories and these mistakes, okay? And then once you get it, once you learn, then you can look back and be like, I can't believe I did X, Y, and Z. I would have been a millionaire by now if I didn't do X, Y, and Z. So it's okay. In the meantime, y'all, be sure to like, comment, subscribe. Thank you for subscribing, by the way. I appreciate y'all. Set up a free consultation with me when you're ready to get your credit repaired. If you need help with planning, um, definitely schedule a consultation. Uh, follow me on iHeartRadio for the podcast. Apple's coming soon. Google, everything's in the description. Be sure to check me out on Facebook. I have five Facebook groups, main one credit and first time home buyers plug, and naturally on my YouTube. So check me out, y'all. In the meantime, I wish you the best on your credit journey. You guys have a good one. Bye.